The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Giovanni Bichilia is a political activist who is fighting against Bill 96. And he's with us here just now. How are you doing today? Good yourself. I'm doing great as well, I think. Now, first of all, can you just describe to us in simple terms what Bill 96 is and what it means? Essentially, the Canadian province of uh, Quebec decided to do an update to their 1977 uh, French protection law called Bill 101. Mm. And they're giving a lot of powers to the government uh, to do many different things. Um, This law is going to empower... Uh, one of the government agencies called uh, the Office Québécois Langue Française to be able to search and seizure without a search warrant in your business to see if you're actually uh, using the French in the right way in correct context at work, for example. Hmm. So it's a, it's a very dangerous law. Yeah, that's quite incredible because we don't even have that, I suppose, in the UK and any other country that speaks English as the main language. We don't have people searching our houses and making sure we're speaking English. So this is much more than a simple law. Well, in, in this case, they're, apl- they're going to be applying it specifically to businesses. And yeah. the law, 106, specifically says, it's in Section 111, that uh, anywhere other than domicile. So essentially, it could be your business, could be a hotel room, could yeah. even be, if applied to a letter, your car and even the bus. So it's wow. quite quite invasive. Yeah. And are there any other concerns that come along with it? Oh, yes. Uh, for example, they're dividing the population in two different groups uh, mm. with they call historic anglophones which are essentially people who are went to english school all their lives and live in quebec they'll mm-hmm. have access to english services in the healthcare system and of course if you're an american you're not classified as a historic anglophone so you would not have access to uh, the English care system, as well as, let's say, if you're Italian or Greek, you came during World War II, you speak only English and your native language, you'd be told overnight, we're sorry, but we're in Quebec, speak French. Yeah, that's quite incredible then. It is, it is. Uh, There's also the fact that uh, doctors will be forced to use a very good level of French, and if they don't have that level of French... Uh, they will be essentially accused of committing a derogatory act to the order of doctors, of the College of Physicians, that is. So if you don't know what that is, a derogatory mm-hmm. act is something you tell someone when they uh, commit sexual offense as a doctor to their patients. Wow. So imagine you can't speak French properly and it, you're practically a criminal. Yeah, that's crazy, actually. It is. And it, and this is Canada we're talking about, yeah. right? Quebec is in Canada. They're not separate yet, but there's historical reasons why 
I could imagine, I could understand why some people may be upset, but mm. you don't go around creating almost a dictatorship because of this. Yeah, and it's quite mad because I never really realised that a province of a country could create its own official language. I thought just the country has an overall official language and that's it. Well, in Canada, it works a bit differently. Quebec is mm. the exception because it has a predominantly French-speaking population, yeah. uh, and that's fine. But mm. uh, Montreal, where I'm from, which is the si- the main city there, has a high concentration of Anglophones. Yeah. So we have a lot of bilingualism. And of course, the charter of Montreal says it's a, it's a French city, but the fact Facts are that it isn't. Uh, it's actually it's a bi- it's a bilingual city with many 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 like Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, so many languages. So you cannot go around saying that Montreal is a French city when yeah. when the facts are. But the law says that. So you could imagine the law doesn't coincide with the actual facts. Yeah, and because Quebec is overall a majority French speaking place, surely it makes sense, doesn't it, for French to be the official language of there? Uh, to be the to be the official language, yes, but to be the one only language, no. And that's mm. what this law is trying to do. It's trying to essentially remove every and all other languages other than French by giving a pretext of protecting French, which it isn't. Yeah, because as it is, it's got French and English, correct? Correct. Yeah, and that works fine. So why do you think people want to have French as the only language now then? Well, there are historical reasons. I mean, in mm. the past, uh, in my grandparents' generation, so my grandparents were in 1917 and 1918, respectively, yeah. uh, it was very difficult to get French services in Quebec. So you would go to a bank, it would be English only. You'd go to a supermarket, English only. You'd go to a business, English only. Yeah. Even though the population was French-speaking, 80% over, that created resentment in the French population. And that generation got very traumatized. And this mm. trauma was passed on to the next generation. So the people making the laws are the kids or the grandkids of the people of that generation. Uh, many of them are about the, or the kids, not grand, sorry. And uh, they're making this, 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 these laws to, in their mind, protect the French language. Yeah. But if you look at the entire structure of the law, uh, the very little is actually promoting French. It is just making sure that everything other than French is removed. Yeah, but then doesn't that just make life easier? Because you're going to upset a lot of English-speaking people, but it's a minority. Well, it's, well, you know, <laughs> I can say that a lot of English people are quite upset at what's happening. We have approximately uh, 500 or 600,000 that have English names yeah. uh, out of a poverty of, I think it's about 8 million right now in Quebec, and a million or a bit over a million altogether that speak, about, that speak English. So you're yeah. upsetting a large segment of the population, but in reality, they don't really care if they upset people because mm. they want the law passed. Yeah. Uh, and the people who are voting in favor of these laws have no clue what these law actually entail. Mm. Um, the local population, you speak to them and they say, well, French will be better protected. How are they doing that? I don't know. I haven't read it. It's yeah. online. You can read it. Yeah. And they haven't. Mm. Yeah. And how many of the English-speaking people can speak French as well? Is it a high number, or would they be yes. pretty much sort of language yes, blind? Yes, yes, a, a, a very, very, very large percentage of the English-speaking population can speak uh, French. Most would be bilingual. You do yeah. have the exceptions. Those are maybe in their 90s who cannot, and some mm. exceptions. But in, in most cases, they do speak French. Uh, the problem is that we have a right. The Canadian Constitution has two languages.
languages, not yeah. just one, English and French. So I'm allowed to be served in either language. Yeah. But in Quebec, there the Law 101 made that difficult. And then with Law 96, they'll make it almost impossible. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure if you knew this, but at the airport of Montreal a few weeks back, they attempted to remove all the signage that was bilingual and replace it with French. Now, wow. the airports are federal jurisdiction, yeah. right? So they can't go messing with that, but they tried to do it and it was flagged and they said, oh, it was a mistake. We were under construction, blah, blah, blah. So it was a whole, you know, it, we, it was kind of covered up that way, but it was in the news. Mm. And uh, this isn't, the law hasn't passed it. They're already trying to do things. Mm. Yeah, that's a bit daft, really, isn't it? Because airports are places where you generally do have multiple language on signs because you're going to have people from all over the world there anyway. So it doesn't really matter what your language that you want to promote is. You still put loads of languages up. Well, try explaining that to the people passing the laws. Yeah. Uh, you go in the subway system in Montreal, it's all French. There is no word of English. So if you're an American tourist or an, or an English tourist, good luck finding yeah. out where you are, where you're going. Uh, and that's the point we're trying to say, you know, to the government, English is required for business. Mm. Uh, removing English, the, the international language of, of, of business is quite, uh, is not very smart. Yeah. But they don't care. They simply want to push through this this law. Yeah. So if the majority of English people can still speak a bit of French or a lot of French even, if you make it all French, people's lives aren't going to be that much ruined. It'll take a bit of getting used to, but it will be sort of okay in the end. Even though they don't have the choice of speaking English anymore, they'll still well, be able to understand things, won't they? The, the reality is that you still have many immigrants who've come to Quebec from the World War II era, like my grandparents' generation, yeah. who struggle with French. So uh, I work in the health system, by the way. Yeah. I have many clients who uh, struggle with French and overnight they'll be told, sorry, can't serve you. Uh, you need to speak French. They can't yeah. speak French. So what do you do with those people? We're not talking about just one or two. We're talking about segments of population of immigrants who came. And yeah. and this is going to cause havoc. Um, you have McGill University. It's English. You have the health systems that are that are associated with McGill. What do you do with those systems? Are they going to be touched? Yeah, exactly. Do you think that people who speak English might move out of Quebec if this law passes? Oh, yes. And first of all, it's not if, it's when. Uh, mm. All provincial uh, political parties are actually in favour of it. Oh. Uh, the federal government is not helping us at all. And mm. at the municipal level, uh, there was a man called Balarama Holnes who was actually blocked on more than one uh, French debate to limit his visibility to ensure that his opponent would actually win. Yeah. Uh, just to give an idea how far it's gone. Uh, yes, actually, when Bill 101 was in, many businesses left. Uh, we're expecting an exodus from Quebec from the Anglophone population. And also, it's very possible you're going to have uh, people coming from the other provinces speak French into Quebec. So it's going to be a bit of a, a switch there, most likely. Yeah. And what kind of time scale are we looking at for when this bill would be passed? 20, uh, 2022 is when it's going to most likely be passed. There yeah. was talk about December of this year, which is coming up. I don't know if that's going to happen, mm. but most likely 2022. Yeah. So we're very close then. We are. We are. And people people are 
people are scared. Mm -hmm. um, uh, in which democratic country do you have laws like this that say you can go in people's businesses and legally, without a search warrant, and say, open your computer, we're taking pictures, you're not using the language of, of, of the country or the province. That yeah. doesn't exist anywhere. Yeah, it's crazy because people should just have the freedom to speak whatever they want and that seems to be a good thing overall that's correct now we're a bit lucky in canada because we have uh we still have the governor general and we have the queen right so yeah. uh i'm actually i actually hired an attorney recently to write a, an official formal letter to the governor general asking to disallow the uh the law of his past and now that i'm on the subject uh you guys have the queen on your end as well oh yeah so i would love to know if her majesty queen elizabeth would speak a word, would address the issue, would talk to the Governor General and make sure this law is disallowed because it is it is practically going towards dictatorship. Mm. Do you think that there will be some resistance to this bill and law if it is passed? There's going to be plenty of resistance, but it's unfortunately not going to be very effective. Chinatown, mm. just to give an example where you have, I'm not sure how many streets are part of Chinatown, I haven't measured it or anything, but uh, let's say about 20 streets or 30 streets where everything's in Chinese. Yeah. Now, what do you do with that? Well, the law is going to say you have to have the uh, all the signage all in French with a, a, a small portion in Chinese. So let's say lettering is three or four times bigger in French and Chinese than Chinese. And then the people working there, well, if you have a business, uh, 25 people or more, you must operate in French, period. Wow. But most people there speak English or Chinese. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and and I'm actually surprised this isn't more on the news at CNN or in mm. England. or So I am asking, please, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth, please, if you're hearing this, I am begging you, speak to the Governor General, speak to the Prime Minister of Canada, and make sure that this does not pass. Yeah, it's incredible, because I never really realised that of course this would apply to other languages as well as English. They will all be trampled upon, so to speak. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And what about sign language? I suppose that would still be allowed because unless they change it to like French sign language because you have different types, don't you? Yes. It's a sign. I, I really doubt they're going to use sign language as a... Uh how can I say, I, I doubt this is going to be an issue uh, yeah. because you can use many languages with sign language, so it's not mm. really an issue. Uh, but anything else, I mean, look, I work in the health system, right? Mm. So when I pick up the phone, I, I speak English, French, Italian, and Spanish. I speak all four languages. Mm. So I speak to my Italian clients in Italian, my Spanish ones in Spanish. Yeah. I will not be able to answer the phone in their language at work because technically it will be illegal. Yeah. So they would have to ask me and say, please speak to me in English or please speak to me Italian for me to have the right to do so. And by the way, uh, as of a few months ago, all provincial buildings in the elevators must have, must have 90% um, of their music, Quebec artists in French and 10% other Quebec artists. What? So they're actually controlling the music that you're listening in the provincial mm. buildings on the PA. And that's weird because when you, I don't know, if you ever go to France and turn yes. on the radio, most of the music in the charts is English language anyway. That's right. But in Quebec, they want to be different, right? So yeah. there's nothing wrong in being different. But imagine I can't listen to my Dean Martin uh, on the PA uh, during Christmas, you know, have yourself a Merry Christmas. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That would be like practically against the law. It's ridiculous what they're doing. Yeah. So do people in Quebec support this? Have you found, is there any kind of polling on it? Yes, there's a large segment of the population outside Montreal that does support it, mainly because they're operating almost exclusively in French as it is. Yeah. Montreal and the greater Montreal area operates in many languages, mainly English and French. Mm. Uh, so we're going to be very hard hit. Of course, if you're living in a village in the north and you've never seen someone that's other than your family members, your your immediate uh, friends, and all of them speak French, it's abnormal to even hear French. It's it's it makes this law makes sense. Yeah. But if you're in Montreal, where you go down the street and they speak Italian, the other one speaks Greek, the other one speaks Portuguese, the other one speaks English, then you're basically uh, imposing a language on everybody. And not only this, is that they're using a lot of this this term, this uh, this term Quebecois, because they, they're saying that Quebec is a nation. Um, and they're also trying to impose this identity on people. Mm. I'm a Canadian. I'm born in Quebec, but I'm a Canadian. And on my passport, when I go to, let's say, France or United States, it has Her Majesty asking the country to let us in. Therefore, I'm a Canadian citizen and the passport says Canadian, not Quebecois. Yeah. Not Quebecois. I have nothing wrong in saying that I'm a Quebecer. There's nothing wrong in saying that. Yeah. I'm, I'm very proud to be a Quebecer. But 
right now, if you say you're Canadian Quebec, it is an issue. You get some backlash. My own wife, who happens to be Japanese, was told to go back to China. Wow. And you get these experiences in Quebec quite often now with people go back to English Canada when they were born in, in Quebec and um, lived there all their lives. Go back to wherever you are. I've been given racial slurs as well. Go mm. back to eat, to, eat your, to eat your pasta, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And in terms of the passport then, would Quebec have to get a kind of French language passport that's different for the rest of Canada? Technically, because the passport is a federal document, it would have to be in both languages. So uh. unless Quebec separates and they came pretty close to doing so a number of years ago, yeah. uh, they would have to use the Canadian passport. And of course, they don't like it when you say this because yeah. they say they're Quebecois. Again, mm. there's nothing wrong in saying you're Quebecois. There's nothing wrong in trying to have a French society. But it's one thing to promote and protect the French language. It's quite another to eliminate or remove everything that is not French. Yes. And going back to the previous point about people who live in a village up north who have only ever seen people speak French, it would be kind of selfish, I suppose, for them to support this bill because whether it passes or not, it's not going to make a difference to their life because people will still continue to speak French. Well, well, there you go. Uh I wouldn't use the word selfish. It's just it seems only normal mm. uh, that this law would pass. So they don't they haven't read the law. They haven't understood the, the consequences of this law. Yeah. So they just say, hey, uh, the logic is something like this. Maybe I should tell your viewers this. Yeah. Um, because Quebec is in an area of North America where basically everything's English except for this province, they will use this as an argument, as an argument uh, to justify by isolating itself and being French only and using very tight laws to protect language. Now, yeah. there's nothing wrong in protecting the French language, but it's very cultic. I mean, uh, I'm a, I used to be a religion student, by the way. I yeah. studied Concordia University in, in religion, and um, cults was my specialty. And this is what cults basically do. Mm. Uh, they will isolate you from your family, isolate you from everybody to control. And this is what they're applying, politically speaking. It's cultic, cultic separation from, you know, from the rest of Canada. Yeah. So do you think this is fueling some kind of nationalist movement, maybe, if they're sort of separating themselves from the rest of the country? Well, right now, uh, the way Quebec works is you already have a uh, very strong Quebec nationalism that exists. Mm. Um, separation is not as popular because they tried twice and they lost both times, although the second yeah. one was pretty close. Yeah. Um, I would have to say, though, that they're also doing one more thing that's even more dangerous. They will be replacing religion courses and morality courses with pride to be Quebec, a pri yeah. a, 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 like a pride, like a, a nationalist pride uh, course that will replace religion and uh, morality courses. So imagine you're four or five years old, you're being indoctrinated with, uh, uh, with uh, Quebec history, uh, yeah. being told nothing of Canada, uh, being told that here we speak French only. Um, this is this is this is dangerous. Yeah, that's pretty bad, I suppose. Yeah. And how big an issue is this being presented as? Is it getting a lot of news coverage or is it one of those bills that not a lot of people actually realize is going on? Yes, it is being uh, it was on the news quite often. It's still on news from time to time with many different things, especially since the Quebec government denies the existence of systemic racism. Mm. And lately they try to counteract racism, but 
their their billboards really got hot fire because essentially they have two pictures on the left they say uh, they say one thing in french saying uh, our friends quebecers on one side and on the other side they say simply friends so for the english population the term quebecer has been removed signaling that they're not part of society yeah and do you think this will affect people maybe going on holiday because people might not be aware of this bill because i got to say i yeah. wasn't before you approached me so mm-hmm. people might go let's go to canada on holiday thinking yeah that's an english-speaking country and they'll go to mm-hmm. quebec and then they'll be so confused because everything's in french well i would suggest if you're planning to come to canada come forget mm. quebec uh quebec tourism ministry is very smart they love to advertise in both english and french to give the impression that they respect both languages but in reality uh, the english language is is very much frowned upon. Uh, You go on the bus and you see people speaking English and you've got people making uh, racial slurs or you'll have people saying, in French, for example, we can't understand anything. Why can't they just speak French? And they're saying this out loud on the bus. Yeah, wow. So imagine you're an American tourist or a UK tourist or a, a tourist from another country, and uh, they think you're a, a someone, a local from here, and, and you get these racial slurs. Yeah. I would not come if I were you I would not come to Quebec. Let mm. the Quebec government know that what they're doing is ethically, morally and politically wrong and just don't come to Quebec. Go to Ontario, go to British Columbia, go to any other place of Canada, but do not come to Quebec. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything the Canadian government overall, the federal government would be able mm-hmm. to do to stop this or are they maybe not even necessarily against it? Well, the federal government believe it or not is actually supporting this law because the mm. one in power right now Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Justin Trudeau is from Quebec yeah. and he's trying to uh, distance himself from his father Pierre Trudeau's legacy. Uh, mm. Pierre Trudeau would have never accepted this but yeah. his son in power now uh, has uh, accepted and is actually even in some degree actually promoting it. The federal government typically does not interfere in Quebec because they know that if they do so they may uh, get the backlash of a referendum for separation. So yeah. they're afraid of that. However, because we still have the queen, uh, we have a we have a governor general who can disallow this bill. Now, yeah. they're allowed to do it. It's in the law. Uh, if they do so, there may be backlash. There may be another referendum for separation, but they're allowed to do so. And that's why I'm preparing with an attorney to write a letter, a formal letter. Um, to 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 talk to 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 get attention to this by, to the governor general in order for him to disallow the um, uh, the bill. Yeah. So can Quebec just hold another referendum without having to have permission, so to speak, from the federal government? Then. Oh sure, they can have a referendum tomorrow if they want to. There's not an wow. issue there. But the the problem is that a lot of people don't want this right now. They yeah. just want they want to have a feeling that they're in control of their destiny in control of their lives in control of the province and they're selling it in a way that's very dangerous uh it's bill 96 there's nothing wrong in wanting to create a quebec society there's nothing wrong in having a french society it's beautiful it, it gives flavor to canada it gives flavor to north america yeah. but it's very different once again than eliminating everything that's not french and that's what they're yeah. doing yeah it's just crazy why don't they just accept that people speak different languages and people can speak whatever they want to speak
Well, they don't accept it because for them, the logic is this. Yeah. Um, if there's, uh, so long as there's other languages, the French language is threatened. Yeah. So it's a very insecure way to go about the law. Mm, yeah, it's so interesting. So if somebody's living in Quebec, what should they be doing right now to challenge this law if they don't agree with it? Uh, well, a few things. Number one, write to the people in power, write to the governor general, write to... Uh, uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, write to your MP, write, uh, send letters. That's the first thing. Secondly, join protests. Uh, start talking and also use social media. I have a Facebook page that has almost 2,000 people a video clip uh, that now has almost 10,000 views worldwide. Wow. Uh, take that video. My Facebook page is our bilingual Quebec backslash Canada no to Bill 96 and C32. Uh, and if you go on that uh, Facebook page, you'll see my video clip. I start a petition. There's also other petitions that have been started regarding this as well. Uh, use Go on CNN uh, in the United States. Uh, go in the UK. Go on Oprah Winfrey. Whatever you need to do, <laughs> make sure the world knows that yeah. this is happening and this is Canada and this is very dangerous. Yes, absolutely. And you've started a petition as well which i guess we can help sign that as well yes i start a petition i also start a, a, a gofundme uh, campaign to put billboards up uh mm. so that we could send a message that's quite visible in the other provinces that you know what english quebecers actually exist mm. and when you hear quebec says on the news or quebec things um this is very biased it's actually the nationalist perspective that's being used after the word quebec it does not represent all of us and we as anglophones bilingual people uh trilingual people have the right to use our language yes and when we donate to this gofundme page how can we be a hundred percent sure that you're gonna mm -hmm. actually spend it on the billboards and not pocket all the money yourself of course look i'm someone that i'm in the health system uh i the the actual funds will be used strictly for the two purposes the video that i've, I've actually done myself from my own pockets uh and also billboards uh, if for whatever reason uh, the the money doesn't go out a hundred thousand as I wanted to go to be able to go through. Then hey, people get a refund, not a problem. But I think people know from my reputation, from the Facebook page, from the work I've done, that I have no vested interest in stealing from people. I simply want to make sure this bill doesn't get passed, and I'm working in collaboration with many other groups to make this happen. Yes, absolutely. So, where are we able to just support you in general? I take it you got the Facebook group and the yes. petition and everything, right? I do. Uh, if there's any way that you can get the attention of Her Majesty, mm. uh, it'd be very much appreciated. I would love <laughs> to be able to speak to Her Majesty and tell her, hi, I'm Giovanni. I'm from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Uh, there are many people that are loyal to the crown, proud, mm. fearless, proud Canadians. They still love you, uh, regardless of what you've heard on the news and <laughs> and some of the cold, um, cold response you've had from the Quebec government. There are many of us who are still loyal to the crown and we need your help. Come to Quebec, visit us, and yeah. tell Legault no to this law. Tell the governor general to sign and say, no, we're not accepting this. Make sure it doesn't pass. If you want to help out, make sure this video that we're recording, this conversation goes out to the public. Yeah. Uh, go on the Facebook page and, and, and make as much noise as you can about this. And please, 
Join the Facebook group, our bilingual Quebec backslash Canada, no to Bill 96 and C32. And you'll get all the news articles from Montreal Gazette, from the French de Devoir. Um, I have also previous interviews. Send that information out. The more people know, the better. Uh, yeah. Because a big problem is that there's so much ignorance about this. It's not funny. Yes, absolutely. And I take it you're not alone in your frustration with this bill as well. Are there other people like you fighting against it? Oh, yes. I mean, I'm, I've linked up with many different face groups and other groups. Uh, there's a few thousand of us who wow. are vocal about it. Uh, there's many others who... Uh, I should say at this point, there are many French Canadians who don't want this law. Yes. yes, a majority wants, but there are many French Canadians in Quebec who want to send their kids to English school, and this will be several. It will be severely limited, if not completely eliminated, uh, with this law. So we need their support as well. We need to make sure that the rest of Canada and the world knows there are French-speaking people who do not want this law. Yes, absolutely. Well, thanks very much for joining us here on the show. It's been great to Thank chat you. to you today. Likewise. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.